Late game execution does in the Warriors again in game four. They find themselves in a 3-1 hole. Can they dig out of it against the Lakers? Let's go. Oh, hey there. 104-101. Warriors go down in LA and they're down three games to one. And I've got the number for you. 13 and 264. 13 and 264 teams that fall down 1-3 in NBA playoff series. Yep, the Warriors did it against OKC. Yep, the Cavaliers did it against the Warriors. Can it be done? Yes, it can. A lot of things got to change. Late game execution again. Lonnie Walker finding players. That's what the Lakers have done throughout the series. Paging Jordan Poole. Paging Jordan Poole or Clay Thompson. Or consistency from Andrew Wiggins. They missed a ton of open shots. Uh, they had the Lakers points in the paint, especially in the first half. They had the pick and roll going. They went away from it. They started hunting threes down the stretch. Steph Curry with some poor decisions. As great of a game as Steph played, it's always about the ending. And Steph had time on an ill-advised, I think, three. Missed a two that could have tied it. Missed a three that could have taken the lead late. Uh, on the jump ball late. Could have called a timeout. And again, it's lack of late game execution. That's been part of the story all season long. And as again, as great as Steph was, he made mistakes down the stretch in losing possessions, missing open shots. And then I don't know what the hell Draymond Green was doing on a turnover. So much so that Dennis Schroeder turned him and kind of laughed and went, what the hell are you doing, Draymond? That's just not the words we've come to know. Uh, you probably have said the same things I have said, which is, the Warriors who are winning championships win this game. There's no problem uh, no problem with it. And not, not to take much away from the Lakers tonight, but this was a game where Anthony Davis in the second half wasn't effective. The Warriors did a lot of things right. Yeah, they were minus 11 on the free throws, but that's to be expected. That wasn't overly egregious. They missed a lot of open shots. Should have won this basketball game, but there is still hope for Warriors fans. I will provide all of it, the negative, the positive, all those things coming up as we review game number four, a loss, 104 101 in LA. Before we get to all of that, thank you so much for joining us. John Lund from KBR Radio in San Francisco. Weekdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa. We appreciate, I appreciate you joining us. KBR.com, uh, the new KBR app, KBR 680, if you're in the Bay Area. If you're listening, John Lund Unleashed. Make sure that you listen and subscribe. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you very much. At John Lund, radio for comments, questions, thoughts, all the things on the podcast and the YouTube channel. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, you have the advantage of uh, all the graphics that I have. We'll go through the late game. We'll go through the numbers. We'll look ahead to game five. Love to get your comments underneath there. You can hit the comments on the YouTube channel or simply at John Lund Radio on Twitter and hit me up with your questions, comments, where you think the Lake, or excuse me, where the uh, Warriors are. At this particular point, we won't go into the offseason talk and everything like that and what it could mean and getting knocked out in this round. We have a whole offseason to do that. But again, if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to the YouTube show, we don't just do Warriors. Obviously, we do all Bay Area sports, whether that's the Niners, whether that's the Giants, whether that's all of sports, whether that's just, you know, stuff that we just like to talk about, just like my radio show. We kind of do it all. Been having a heavy emphasis, obviously, in the Warriors and the playoffs because that's what everybody's buzzing about in the Bay Area. So there's the introduction. Thank you again. I do not take your listenership or viewership for granted, so thank you very much. All right, let's get to uh, the reason why they lost, 104-101. First half is going on. 
They bring Gary Payton, uh, Gary Payton the second to a uh, start. Uh, they run pick and roll to bring um, uh, Anthony Davis out of the middle. It works brilliantly. They outscore the Lakers in the first half in the paint, 32-22. He's not nearly the force defensively, but he is aggressive offensively, which Anthony Davis hadn't always been. And uh, it's a good game plan for the Warriors, and and they play well, and and they're in this thing. Uh, third quarter comes around. It's kind of a it's runs back and forth. Go into the fourth quarter. The Warriors have the lead, though. They had a double-digit lead with about six minutes left in the in the third quarter. So they were in good enough shape going into the fourth quarter. And then something that has uh, hampered the Warriors strangely this entire season, and I'm not talking about the road record, which was atrocious, late-game execution. You would think that this veteran team would at some point out-execute everybody down the stretch. And the turnovers weren't overly egregious tonight. They were just ill-timed. Uh, 16 turnovers is about what they averaged during the year, so they could overcome that. The the uh, Lakers had 14 turnover points, though, 20 to 13 in favor of the Lakers. That's minus seven. I do this with the box score, and I'll pop it up in a minute. But it comes down to the pluses and the minuses. Minus 11 on the free throw line, 20 to nine. Again, not what it's been, so that's still winnable for the Warriors. But it came down to late game execution. It came down to a couple of uh, misses by Steph Curry that I think he would normally make. It came down to a horrible decision by Draymond Green going baseline on a gotta-have-it possession, got himself up in the air, flips it to uh, no one in particular. Anthony Davis intercepts it. Shooter kind of turns around and looks at Draymond like, what are you doing? That's just not what a veteran team does. It's what the Lakers have, or excuse me, what the Warriors have done all season long and all too often down the stretch. It's head-scratching. It's you look at it and you just go, how could that be? Uh, it was just a poor decision. And then just overall, before we get into, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, I'll go down all the uh, issues and topics that I've typed up there. But it's just a it's it's just a strange situation where Steph Curry just cannot get the help. And let me pop the box score up and tell you what I'm talking about. Steph Curry just can't get consistent help. Whereas this was a game where they got a ton of help from Lonnie Walker. Uh, Lonnie Walker came in in the fourth quarter and almost outscored the Warriors by himself. He scored 15. The Warriors scored 17 in the entire fourth. They were minus 10 in the fourth quarter, 27-17. But to just illustrate what I'm talking about, you know, Wiggins doesn't look too bad. 6 of 14, 2 of 6, 17 points. Missed a ton of open shots. Gary Payton, the second, had 15 points through the third quarter. He was the pick-and-roll guy in the first half, and that disappeared in the second half and in the fourth quarter, especially when they went hunting for threes inexplicably. Take the threes within the context of the offense. If Steph wants to do a heat check every once in a while, that's fine too. But they stopped doing what made them so successful in the first half and in the second half went hunting threes. Draymond Green wasn't very good. You can see minus 10 there, which I don't always believe in. But Draymond Green, not a great series to this point. Defensively, it's a tough draw for him. Klay Thompson, I have no clue. Uh, Maybe he's too jacked up. This was one fear of mine before the series started. The clay was just too jacked up for this series. Uh, he's from Southern California, really wanted to perform well against the Lakers, his childhood team, 3 of 11, 3 of 9, 9 points. Steph need more, needed more help. He did hit one in the fourth. They gave the Warriors some momentum, couldn't get it done. Steph had to jack 30 uh, shots because no one else was doing it, and he was 3 of 14 from three. You were waiting for the Curry flurry that never came. But again, you can't blame him. 31 points, 14 assists, 10 rebounds. He had a triple-double and was amazing. But down the stretch, you can... Uh, a couple of misses, an ill-advised three with 10 left on the clock, and then on the jump ball when he had it on the ground, simply a timeout, and the Warriors could have at least set up for a final three to two tie the game. 
Jordan Poole a complete zero. 10 minutes and 24 seconds, and that was 10-24 too long. 0 for 4, 0 of 2, and a goose egg. They can't get rid of the contract. I have no idea what's going on with Jordan Poole, a guy who was so instrumental in them winning a championship and coming off the bench the way that he did in last year's playoffs has no clue. Uh, Moses Moody played in the down the stretch in the closing lineup because nobody else has any type of trust as far as as Steve Kerr goes. Really, he has his five starters who he goes with, and he put you put Gary Payton in that. Gave Jermichael Green a couple of minutes, complete zero. Dante DiVincenzo hit a couple of wide-open threes, but there was wide-open threes all night long. He just hasn't been good in the series overall. Jordan Poole, as I said. Moses Moody is one of the ones that they trust. And then Kevon Looney tells you about matchups because he was tremendous, and besides Steph Curry, was the best player on the court in that series. In this series, it's just not a good matchup. I know he's uh, sick as well, but only got 11 minutes. So that's what the box score looked like, and all you got to do LeBron James wasn't great, 10 of 25, 27 points. Numbers sometimes lie. Anthony Davis had 19 of his 23 in the second half. He was neutralized, and they took him out of the center. So he, even though he has good numbers, he wasn't overly uh, effective. Austin Reeves, again, this is what happens. Role players play well at home. Austin Reeves, 7 of 15, 3 of 6, 21 points. D'Angelo Russell was a complete zero. Uh, people talk too much about him because I knew he was going to have one of these duds. Because it's just what he does. One of 10, four points. But then the pickup came from Lonnie Walker. 27 minutes, but it was the fourth quarter in which he scored all 15 of his points. 17-15 was the final score in the fourth quarter for Warriors versus just Lonnie Walker. He hit just about everything he took. He was red hot. And for some weird reason, the Warriors never adjusted to him. We'll just let him just keep shooting. And... He shot him to a victory. It wasn't Anthony Davis. It wasn't LeBron James. It was Lonnie Walker the fourth that beat the Warriors almost single-handedly, and certainly without him, they don't win the game. So there's a quick look at the box score. Now, as far as everything else, I told you, late game, look to the top left where it says Lakers three, Golden State Warriors one. Let's go through the, uh, the topics. Late game, this has been a problem all season long. They had control of this game at times. They should have won this game. Former Warriors teams in this era would have won this game. Uh, this team couldn't get it done down the stretch. And like I said, as great as Steph was, and they're nowhere near without Steph, the shot at the end, the two-pointer should have gone in. The three-pointer, again, that was three hunting. When they had 10 seconds left on the clock, not great. Steph has hit many of those shots, though, so you live with it. And then as far as the jump balls, Steph just, again, late game execution, call a timeout. You got a couple of seconds there. Couldn't have, Could have gotten the three off, no. And then in terms of Curry, to just give him, to, to be completely fair, where's he getting the help? Where is he getting the consistent help? They created so many open shots. He draws so much attention. Wiggins, consistency, no. Uh, Clay Thompson in this series, I think he's just putting too much pressure on himself. Jordan Poole is a complete zero. DiVincenzo hit a couple, but I mean, I'm talking wide open shots. Wide open shots that Steph Curry creates. Wide open shots. And guys just can't hit them. They cannot consistently hit wide-open shots. And there's certain guys like Draymond Green who missed a corner three tonight where the Lakers went, go ahead. Just like the, the Warriors now do with LeBron James. If you're gonna, not going to drive on us, LeBron, you're doing us a favor. The Lakers didn't play great. You know, the free throws weren't egregious like they've been in the series. Minus 11 is not great. But there were opportunities to hit threes, opportunities to put this game away at various times, and they could not do it on either end. And LeBron was okay. 
And Anthony Davis in the first half was great, and in the second half, not so much. But Lonnie Walker puts you in a three-run hole. Uh, by the numbers, 13 and 264. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, 13 and 264 are teams that are in a 1-3 hole. If you're a Warriors fan, though, you did beat OKC. You did get beat by Cleveland. So it happens, and it's happened recently. Uh, 52-46, that number is points in the paint, especially in the first half, and the Warriors were 32-22. What happened to that? It's okay. You don't have to shoot threes every time. If they're going to give you pick and roll, and this is it's it's a football analogy. If you can run the ball right up the middle of a team, you never have to throw. It was pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. You could have done it all night long. You could have done it more, or you could have mixed it in more. You didn't have to go three hunting, but for some reason the Warriors decided, let's take shots that are not within the context of the offense and go three hunting down the stretch in, in the fourth quarter. What do you think that'll do? That's been part of their problem this entire series. They have not hit enough shots, and they've gotten wide-open shots. They are the much better shooting team, but they haven't showed it consistently enough to offset the other things that the Lakers have done to them, namely the free throw line. 52-46, and then they went three hunting. Clay and Poole, and all the shots were made by Clay, but I'm, I'm illustrating the fact that these are the guys that have to consistently help Steph Curry, three of 17 between them. Uh, Jordan Poole was a complete zero. Peyton gave him 15 points, but you know the, that's the type of thing where you say, geez, if Peyton's given us 15 and DiVincenzo, who's largely disappeared in this series, has given us 10, well, geez, Clay will give you 20 and nine. Well, Jordan Poole will give you 15 to 20 and none. So, it, it, look, when it, when the venue changes, and we'll get into this in a second, back to Chase Center, I expect those guys to be much, much better, but you can't be a zero on the road. But the Lakers, conversely, got Lonnie Walker, got Reeves. You know, they, Those guys who aren't as consistent at home will give you those things. But the Warriors had an opportunity to win those games, win this game, and guys like Reeves and Walker beat them. Not Davis and LeBron, Reeves and Walker beat them down the stretch. Minus 11 in the free throw makes. We know that, but that's not overly egregious. It's been as high as 20 in this series. That's not great, but it's doable for the Warriors to win if they were better in other areas. And again, 17 fourth quarter points, the last number there, and by the numbers, 17 fourth quarter points, minus 10. Lakers scored 27. 27-17. Lonnie Walker had 15 of those points and almost outscored the Warriors by himself. Those are bad numbers. 13 and 264 is the worst on the screen. And then finally to game number five, and Steve Kerr is going to say this in the media, and it's over, and this and that, and great. Charles Barkley said it's over. That's good news for the Warriors. You don't have to win three right now. You have to win one. And think of it like this. You have three games against the Lakers. you got to win them all. Two of them are at home. You've won a road game, as you well know, in 28 straight series. So if they win one at Chase, it makes it three games to two. You go down to L.A., you win one in L.A., and all of a sudden you got a game seven and the pressure's on them. So it's not 3-1. That's not how you have to think of it if you're a player. you got to win at Chase. Now it's 3-2. Now you have a do-or-die at their place. And if you win that, like you've done in 28 consecutive series, now you have a game seven at home. So having home court advantage can still play a role in this whole thing because you got to win one at home. That makes it 3-2, which I think they'll do. And then you go down to L.A., and basically one game is the series. That really is what it is. One game is going to be the series. They're going to win at Chase. They'll play back in L.A. for game six, and either the Lakers win it, and that's it, or the Warriors win it, as they've done 28 consecutive times in a road series, and now it's a game seven at your place. 
and all the pressure's on the Lakers. That's how it'll work. So it's it, it's grim. Thirteen and two sixty four is grim. There's no question about it. But again, I keep waiting for championship DNA that I keep hearing about the championship DNA. All right. Well, if you have it and you believe in it and you think this team can do something, they're in a one three hole. Something they did do against Oklahoma City. Something LeBron did to them. Is it going to be payback or is it going to be vacation time? And the TNT crew is going to put them on a boat. That's what it comes down to. Um, I have my doubts about this team because. The Warriors team in a situation like this in past years wins tonight's game rather easily. And to be completely honest with you, this Laker team is not this great team where you're just throwing your hands up going, we just can't beat them. LeBron's not the player he's been. Anthony Davis' greatness is is inconsistent. He's still good. He'll always play well. It's just he's going to play at that really high level. And tonight in the first half he did, in the second half he didn't. You had an opportunity. You had a lot of open shots. And you let Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves beat you. And that's what it is. And another note to Steve Kerr, you bitch and moan about the officiating before you're down 3-1. So he talked about screens tonight and didn't like some of the calls. He played for Phil Jackson. He played for Greg Popovich. Those guys were masters of manipulating the officials. The Warriors did a better job, but you have to do that after every single game. And tonight was the first time I had heard Steve Kerr say, you know, I didn't love the calls. Before this game, he said, you know, the refs aren't costing us these games. And I'm not saying that they are because that's an that's a it's a lame excuse, but they you you have to try to curry favor. No pun intended. You have to try to curry favor with officials. It's been going on for as long as the game's been going on, and the embellishment of the Lakers and they draw the fouls better. But the embellishment, the 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 diving, the Vlade, the, that's what they do. Schroeder does it a lot. Their whole team is taught to do that. Now, look, they draw fouls better. They did it in the regular season, and the Warriors don't, and the, and the Warriors foul a lot. But you have to pull out all the stops the entire series. It's a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Do I think the Lakers are going to win the series at this point? Yeah. Would it completely shock me if the Warriors did? No. Because it's one game at Chase Center, and then it comes down to me to a game six in L.A. That's what it comes down to. You win at Chase, it's a game six in L.A., and basically that decides the series. If you win there and you can force a game seven, I think you win at Chase because all of a sudden they've lost two consecutive and they're like, wait a minute, we had a 3-1 lead. That's where all that pressure does come in. It, it happened to the Warriors when they were down 3-1. All of a sudden you think you're 3-1 and you're kind of halfway to the next series and all of a sudden it goes 3-2. Oh, okay, we got a home game. You don't win that one. Uh-oh, now we're 3-3 and we got to go back to their place. Look, we're a long way from that happening. But while the media looks at things in a macro situation, teams like the Warriors, who have been here before, have to look at it as one game at a time. And I know that's an old cliche, but you have to win at Chase. And then all of a sudden, it comes down to a one-game series. But they haven't shown the ability to consistently get Steph help. Draymond's Green, Draymond Green has had a good series, and he doesn't. Klay Thompson has a good game like he did in their Game 2 win. In the last two, he hasn't. Jordan Poole has not a clue right now. Slow down. Take a breath. That's why I would have started him tonight. It ended up well. Steve Kerr was right, or whoever ultimately made the decision. But they were right, the the Warriors, to start Gary Payton tonight. The pick and roll worked. It pulled Anthony Davis out. They should have stayed with that more in the second half. They went three hunting. That's a major problem. They got out of what they were doing that was really helping them win this game and confuse the Lakers. They didn't have a clue how to handle that, that, that pick and roll in the first half. They could have went back to that, mixed that in, got the threes, got the open looks, and they, they would have had the Lakers completely confused defensively, but they didn't stay with it. They went three hunting, and that was the problem. 
So give me your thoughts. Warriors lose 104-101, had many opportunities to win this game. Steph needed a little help. Late game execution. How many times have we said that about the Warriors all season long, and all of a sudden now they're on the brink? That is Unleashed Barrier Sports Talk with me, John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco. Listen to my show tomorrow, a Tuesday edition of the show with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa. We will evaluate everything, and then, of course, we'll get you ready for possibly the last game of the season for the Warriors, and then what? But that's a long way off. Give me your thoughts. At John Lund Radio, hit me up. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, hit me up under the show. But your comments, questions, I'll get back to you on that as well. And again, uh, 10 a.m. to 2, uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, let us know. Give me your thoughts. KMBR 680, KMBR.com, the new KMBR app. And then make sure you're watching and listening to John Lund Unleashed, Barrier Sports Talk. Just search it wherever you get your favorite podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast or right here on the YouTube channel. Hit me up there as well. Give me your thoughts. Can they pull out of the 3-1 hole? Who's going to help Steph Curry consistently? What's your confidence level? Is it is is it like 13-264, which it is for teams in the 1-3 hole? You think the season's over? Give me your thoughts. Whether you're a Laker fan, whether you're a Warrior fan, where am I wrong, where am I right? At John Lund Radio. That is Unleashed. Barry is Sports Talk with me, John Lund from KBR Radio in San Francisco, only on the Locked On Podcast Network.